0: yeah um so I'm gonna do things a little different today I'm just gonna talk uh so we're in the midst of this coronavirus coronavirus I know you heard that already um this is crazy. like it's unprecedented you know Alexa, turn it up 2%. Alexa, turn it down 1%. Alexa, turn it down 1%. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get the right. I don't want it to be too loud, you know, in your ears. Welcome to episode 34 of the David Ashley podcast. Um... I am your host, Will Smith, who, you know, whose family they had a red an emergency red table talk today. Um, so man, what have you been doing since since being you know semi halfway quarantined? How you been taking it? I, mean, I know some places are different than others, some of you are off work. Some of you are not off work. Some of you have the option to work from home. Um, I got some some friends. I you know, in Tennessee. The mom's a teacher. She's got two school age kids who are off. So you know the dad, my homeboy, he. Um, all of them are my. They're all my family. But he he uh, he just decided to take. Um, he just decided to work from home. And um <coughs> excuse me. Oh. Uh oh. Hey, when you get a chance, go look at um Go look at what well, Carl Carl Lewis tries to sing the national anthem and the Bulls versus the Nets. Go look it up on YouTube. It's the funniest shit you'll see. Uh oh. Um so yeah how you holding up man um I don't know it's 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 um it's crazy it's crazy because you know we've never experienced it before you know um, um, it's unprecedented times man just unprecedented it's it's not like and see and this is this is why it feels weird i'm gonna just get right into the shits right it feels weird because 80 percent of the people are gonna be like fine they've recovered you know if they've had symptoms at all right but you know those are there are those of us who are more vulnerable you know uh, older people, people with asthma, people who have, as they put it, compromised respiratory um, situations, uh, immune systems, compromised immune systems and, you know, and or rep- respiratory uh, problems, such as like smokers, older smokers. Uh, but, you know, you know, in Italy, I say, what was it, 386 people died today? and uh you know you got the conspiracy theories going around saying that they're trying to you know that they're trying to box us in so that they can give us all have a reason to give us all a um to give us all a uh shot in that shot is going to be that that chip you know the chip that we the mark of the beast you know that that chip that's gonna tell wherever we go you know they'll be able to you know which by the way already exists like some there are some companies who've who've um, and i ain't trying to get on the computer but yeah look it up though i'm 98 sure that there are some companies that have um have uh, already toyed with this idea They're a tracking device for their children so they can over their children are at all times and honestly if you look at if you look at um Black Mirror a lot of that shit is <clears throat> excuse me if not true feels like it's on the way you know um I just think it's wild man so um today I'm playing all music from 1995 man i uh, homeboy, the hom- the homie DJ Artistic had like a 1995 West Coast mix today, and he was like 25 years. And I was like, "Wait, what? It's weird how the, the your sense of time gets warped." But 1995 was 25 years ago. Can you believe that? What were you doing in '95, man? I was, I was. So anyway, I'm gonna play all 1995 music. In the background today you know i hope you can hear it um well in 95 i was you know if you're talking about spring i was finishing up um freshman year talking about fall obviously i'm starting sophomore year what girls did i like back then Shit, there was mariam um there was mariam I forgot her last name. She was in the group home by the school. Um, There was, oh, Kalila. Shout out to Kalila Robinson. I used to love her. Um, Shout out to Lloyd. They got a beautiful family together now, man. Um, Kalila and I went to church together. And, uh, man, I used to love Kalila. Um, Never gave me no play though. And honestly I didn't even I didn't even try like I was too shy to even like say anything. Um, who else who else? 95 oh that was a there was this slick time and uh, oh no that was 94. I'm gonna say that for another day <laughs> um, man you know what I'm saying I was a sophomore you know freshman sophomore great year for music. Right now, first of all, Boys to Men second album was out. TLC second album was out. Obviously, this um what was this Heartbreaker? What album was this on? Where Carey Heartbreaker? Um just great times of music, man. Just oh god, great times of music. What I've been doing with um what I've been doing online is filling out these brackets. Yesterday I filled out a movie soundtrack bracket in which the, it, it came down to, oh, let me tell you what I did, just like a dummy. I filled out. It was actually a movie bracket, but for some reason, the person that I was talking to, I'm I'm battling somebody, uh, this woman, in the inbox, uh, IG, on the inbox. I'm battling her with these uh, with these '90s songs, and. Um, So I filled out a movie bracket as a soundtrack bracket. Oh, it was a crazy amount of movies. And then, because I was wondering, I was like, yo, what? Malcolm X soundtrack? I don't remember a song off Malcolm X soundtrack. Probably a change is going to come, but other than that, so anyway. um, At the end, it came down to... um, It came down to Waiting Next Hell versus... Um, Waiting to Exhale versus Boomerang and I came into this fully thinking that Boomerang was gonna win and man, just pound for pound pound for pound now there are more songs that I rock with on, on Boomerang, I think I rock with Boomerang a little bit more heavy a little heavier but that Waiting Exhale soundtrack just had one or two more more joints than than Boomerang did. So, uh, there was another one about the R and B, the greatest R and B group of all time, which which I think for my money is is Jodeci. Um, I was also gonna do some content, some video content around just how that song that uh, selection process. You know, like they cancel NBA, they cancel NCAA. This March Madness, this is usually the best time of year for sports. It's that first and second week of March Madness, man. Like it's, you know, uh, but they've canceled everything. So, you know, um, so the criteria I have for the groups was that how many relevant albums do you have, right? Um, so like if we count Michael Jackson albums, I would say obviously off the wall, now this ain't a group, but I'm just giving you an example. I would say off the wall, uh, thriller, bad, dangerous, and invincible. Now, there was blood on the dance floor. And because since it's Michael Jackson, you know, uh, it's it's going to sell millions, right? But was it really culture relevant? Right? Was it really relevant to culture, right? So the first one, oh, crew theory, tell me, my God. I had this crush on the LaRue, just something heavy. Um, so yeah, so the, so the categories were how many relevant albums, how many classic albums, how many classic songs, and how many members of your group went solo and went platinum. That was just a throw in. But, you know, and listen, man, Drew Hill was smacking people. A lot of people don't realize uh, one twelve was smacking people. One twelve strength was was in albums, because their first three albums were, you know, even though I only rock with that first one twelve album, but I understand that every you know everybody else rock with you know, I'm a player and all that other kind of shit. Um, but one twelve got it off relevant albums and classic songs, you know, um. Jodeci had three classic albums, and their classic songs was off the chart, you know. So anyway, let's rewind a little bit. Um, last Tuesday, everything was was, was Gucci. Um, life, life was getting, it was about to change, but then it was like, ah, I don't really, you know, I don't really know, not that I wasn't taking it seriously, but it hadn't hit like it did. So Wednesday goes by, I'm working. Tuesday comes, I mean, you thir- right, I do the podcast. Thursday comes, I'm working all day. I get home, I see that they've canceled the NBA. That's the first time that I got, like, like that butterflies kind of went through my stomach. You know those, like, impending doom butterflies? Like when you got a D on your report card and you walk in that walk home is so long. Or like throughout the day, you get your report card at the beginning of the day, and all day, all day, you've just got this feeling in your stu- in the pit of your stomach, like every, you know, every hour and a half or so, or whenever you think about it. That's kind of how I started to feel. So I was like, shit, I, like I said, I, I live above a Trader Joe's, so I was like, I was like, all right, man, let me go to Trader Joe's and get, you know, pick up a few things. And of course, Trader Joe's is dumb pat. No toilet paper. And, and listen, all I went downstairs for was for toilet paper and some water. Even though the like the tiny thought had been in my head, like, Dave, what if we have to quarantine? Just it was like an outlandish, you know, thought. And I'm like, yo, what if we got a quarantine? What would I do? Like, what, what would I grab? And clearly I still didn't know, because when I went down to um, Trader Joe's. I, I had a homeboy in there. Shout out to Hottie, who just who just happened to be uh, near the toilet paper. He call, he was like, "Yo, they' about to bring out some more toilet paper." And I was like, "Bet." So you know, I was standing over there, and they were limited to one, limiting the packaging to one per customer, and um, you know, all the water is gone, and. Now it just so happens that every time I go to Trader Joe's, every other day, I pick up two one liters and two like 32 ounces. That's just my routine. Every time I go, so I can, you know, so for when I forget, I got water with me when I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Driving or delivering or whatever. So the water gone and I'm like, oh man. I'm like, oh no, big Snoop Dogg, why does music stop? Um okay there it go. So now I'm just like I'm standing in the middle of Trader Joe's, like yo, what do I <laughs> I'm like what do I buy? What do I get? And it's like because I you gotta understand how much of a routine it is. I'm down there every day. Um and if not every day, it's definitely every other day. So Tuesday, it was all good. Thursday is pandemonium. So I'm like, huh, so I bought a few things. And really, I mean, yeah, Trader Joe's, you could spend a hundred dollars quick and not get much of shit, to tell you the truth. I mean, their water is 50 cent, but other than that, you know, oatmeal, box of oatmeal, 250. The egg's fairly cheap. You know, salmon is cheap, I guess, at 10. You get probably about two, I don't know how many ounces it is, but you get two servings. But other than that, man, the shit is not expensive, but it's just more than your local grocery store, you know? Um It's more than your Kroger's, more than your Rouse, more than your Stirks. Shout out to Northwest Indiana. <laughs> and um So anyway, man, it was funny. One of my one of my friends, the same friend who alerted me, he was like, yo. He was like, yo, tell you the truth, you know what I'm saying? One of my You know, one of my people from back home told me that one of it they got they got somebody to work for the government, and they was just like, "Hey, in a week or two, they gonna shut this whole thing down." And then he let me hear the message, and uh, so I'm like, "And now, now, nigga, if my stomach was rumbling before, now I damn near got to go to the bathroom because it's just weird, it's unprecedented times, like." We've seen Contagion, we've seen Outbreak, we've seen these movies, but it's like, it's still like, yo, this is really happening. And I'm in the midst of some, you know, cause I'm in a Trader Joe's and not only are a lot of people in there, not only is the water and toilet paper gone, but the whole frozen section of, is gone. The meat's damn near gone. The pasta's gone. Nigga, I ain't found pasta, that, that was last Thursday. I ain't found pasta yet in a store. You understand me so so he 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 lets me hear this message and of course it sounds official like you know um, even with the knowledge that you know anything in a certain context can sound any way you want it to sound right you know menacing or comical like depending on the context by which it was brought to you so i buy my little stuff and i get up to the apartment and um Oh no 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 no! So, <laughs> so, so, I, like I said, I'm in Trader Joe's every day, every other day, and there's a lot of the cashiers that I know, whether guy or girl. So all they they ask you when you come in, they say, "Hey, you you need you want a double bag? Do you have far to walk? Do you need parking validation?" And I'm like, it's just a habit. I'm like, nah, nah, I'm just going upstairs. So I told this one dude that maybe like a few days, maybe that Tuesday. So <laughs> I'm leaving uh, Trader Joe's and I get him again. So I'm like, oh, what's happening, my man? Oh, because before when I told him that, he was like, man, man, you got lucky, man. You're living up there, you live upstairs and this and that, because it's a it's a decent apartment building. But again, I, I lucked out. You know what I'm saying? About ten, I've been here about ten years. And uh, so anyway, had that you know quick conversation on Tuesday. So then we get to Thursday, and uh, and I'm like, "Shit, man, y'all been y'all been swamped the whole time, or is it does it come in waves?" He was like, "Nah, man, it's pretty much the whole time from open to close." I was like, "Man, that's crazy," and he said, um, "He said, so when are we gonna have drinks in your apartment?" I said, now listen, all the shit I talk about how black people, we need to, you know, all of us do, but black folk, we definitely need to kind of start, stop looking at, you know, gay and lesbian as as such a, as pariahs, right? We, (laughs) We need to stop looking at them like, you know, stop looking at it like it's a lifestyle that they chose to look like it's a choice, all that shit. I talk all that shit here. But when that shit hit you in the face like that, it was like, <laughs> like that was that was 12% in me that was like, hey man, I ain't on that shit, fam. <laughs> but but cause, and it caught me off guard, but then I was like, I was like, oh no, I was like, nah man, you know what I'm saying, I'm good. Man. I, I was like, actually I'm straight, man, you know what I'm saying, I don't, you know, whatever. I'm good, man, but you know. I appreciate you know what what do you say? I appreciate it, you know. And so he kept bagging my groceries and I left. Then I'm like, shit. Did he take I'm straight to mean that I'm actually a a straight male? Or did he mean straight as like no, nah, I'm straight on that drink? I mean, either way, it's the same outcome. But something in me later <laughs> The walk all the way to the elevator, then all the way up the elevator. And uh you know, it was like, damn. Did I did I let him know? Did I did I make it plain that I'm a straight male? You know, oh and then like the shit was hilarious. Not at the moment, but then afterwards I was like, nah, you tripping. But uh so anyway, that shit was hilarious. So now, you know, I'm, um, I just, you know, I found that um, I visited another Ralph's and again, pasta gone, meat gone. Um, Let me tell you how crazy shit is. Nigga, I got two boxes of cereal in here. First of all, I can't tell you when the last time I bought cereal was. Two, I can say with full confidence, that besides the time where I, that I haven't, I've never had two boxes of cereal in here at the same time. I bought some damn Honey O's from Trader Joe's. Just says like a quick minute. See, cause in situations like this, this is what you gotta do. You gotta, you have to shop by, like you just can't be going to get like anything willy nilly, you gotta prepare. You gotta be like, okay, what can I eat for breakfast, right? And how much of that is going to give me how many days, right? So if I get eggs, right, I'm like, oh, okay, boom. The eggs is going to get you, you know what I'm saying, six days of breakfast or four days if you use three eggs, you know what I'm saying. The oatmeal, that come in box of 10. I use two per pack. That's five days. And the cereal, and with some almond milk or whatever, I could get six, seven bowls out of that. You know, and then it's like, I right, am I gonna make sandwiches for lunch, like what I'm gonna do, you know. Just just cause it's Because it, honestly, man, people come over to my house and they look in my refrigerator and they're like, dog, you need to go shopping, but they don't understand that the shit in Trader Joe's it spoils quick, like it's mostly fresh, you know, without a lot of preservatives. So it's all the shit is 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 about to it's gonna go bad if you leave it in there for too long. So I shop for the day, or for the next couple of days, I cook something and I keep it moving, you know? So, um, yeah man, shit is wild, man. I mean, I, you know, shit is wild. Shit is wild, I'll just say this. Um, so, yeah, you gotta shop like that, man, you know what I'm saying? You know, your long dinners or whatever. Just to make it like frugal to make sure you're not on no dumb shit, all the grocery stores they're out of the essentials, right but you can find all the Twinkie and hostess cakes that you that anything you want to eat is there you know what I mean um first of all, this song wasn't ninety five The reason I know it wasn't ninety five is because this was me and miriam not the miriam from 10th grade but Miriam ortega my middle school love 7th and 8th grade shout out to miriam um in your eyes i know it's weighing on your mind you can be sure i know my part Ooh, this brings back memories this was eighth grade. Me, this is me and Miriam's joint in eighth grade. Like, this was one of those. This and uh, Where Are You Now by Janet Jackson on that Janet album where that lucky man was holding her titties. And uh, so yeah, this wasn't 95. Now, it may have still charted into 95, but uh, this was, I don't see how. Well, this was one of those big songs, so. Anyway, 94. that's crazy because I don't remember hearing this at all my freshman year of high school which is 94 95 so I don't know I think Alexa got this wrong yo I told Alexa let me whisper this so she don't stop I said Alexa play the best R&B songs from 95 I didn't even know it could happen and it and it happened and I did it after I started the podcast I start playing the song first, and I was like, "Oh shit, let me just see if I can have it." And it happened. Ooh, woo. oh man, me and Malik, my best friend Malik, man, RIP, my brother. We used to make fun of this part. I God damn. because he was like, he was all in on all for one. Like he had the CD and all of that. Man, now matter of fact, he had the tape. I mean, it was 94. And, then, <laughs> and when. That was a terrible note. Oh, there. Oh, man. Oh, man. Shout out to Young Love, man. Young Mario. Damn. So, oh, one time. I think I told the story before. One time. Uh, so, Mariam and I. Went to different high schools, so so it wasn't like we broke up, but it's just that I didn't have a car eighth grade, and she didn't either. And her and I think it was like her parents like still spoke mostly only Spanish, so 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 they definitely weren't about to be driving her to no boy's house. So it was really no way for us to see each other. I think I went over to the park near where she lived. And she came to watch me play basketball, but we couldn't, like, talk because I think she had two older brothers who was about that gang life. Two La- I think that was Latin Kings. And, uh, <laughs> and listen, if you went to Spawn and you didn't get chased home by Latin Kings, you lying to me. And uh, Spohn was my middle school, by the way. Uh, well, especially if you lived over the bridge. If you lived to the Renaissance, you, you probably didn't. But, uh, so anyway, so technically, we never, we never broke up. There was no, like, there was just the last day of school. We went from saying I love you to, to just not existing in each other's lives anymore. So there was one time, one time Jessica Palmore and her still talked on the phone. This was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Jessica Palmer calls me on the phone, but Miriam's on the other line. It's three way, Miriam's on the other line, and she's not speaking. She just wants to hear me talk. And somebody told me later, I was like, why didn't she talk on the phone? Like, that's dumb. I was like, so literally from, from middle school, the next time I saw her, Yo, it was an eagle eye situation. I was, we used to have this thing in Hammond called the August Fest, where it was like a fair. You know what I mean? It was like they'd bring rides and have these vendors. It was a big thing every year. So, um, oh man, this is mo- this is one of my favorite Brandy songs, man. Damn, I had such a crush on Brandy back then. Um, So I was at the August Fest in 97 now i'm going into i'm about to start my senior year in high school and she's on this big ass ride and the ride is like it's one of these things that tilts i don't feel like describing it but it's like a bunch of people sitting in the boat and the boat is flipping over while the entire thing is like taking it's like spinning but it's something but the the smaller boat thing is spinning the other way it's it's weird it's like a huge pendulum and I spot her while I'm just walking past the rides cause I don't ride them shits to this day I don't do it and I spot her and I'm like yo that's Mariam now keep in mind I'm still like I haven't seen this girl since June of 94 so Never so i see her get off the um i wait for her she's with a dude and everything i like i didn't care and i walked up to her and i was like hey and she was startled you could tell she was startled and she was like nervous she ain't know what to say and i remember being like oh shit because my stomach was like i was I'm, I'm just a nervous dude like i get nervous before a big moment, or before like a you know like before basketball games, before I'm about to have a meeting. That's just you know, it's just my that's just me. So I'm nervous as shit, and I'm just like, hey, I'm like, how you doing? And like I don't really know what to say because I see that she's nervous. Now it makes me more nervous. She's sitting there like I don't even look at the dude. Like now I would shake the dude's hand, and be like, yo, what's happening, my man? Oh hey, how you doing? But back then there was none of that etiquette for me. I'm a 17 year old who, and keep in mind though, I haven't, I've only had one girlfriend in high school. And and I was, and that was yet to happen. Like, you know, I had my, I had my, my situations in high school, but you know what I'm saying? None of them was my girlfriend. And um, so I see, this is my last girlfriend. So I walked out, I was like, yo, I was like, how you doing this and that? I was like, you know, technically we never broke up. <laughs> hey, this dude should have This dude should have fired off on me, to tell you the truth. Like, the dude should have fired off on me. But uh, I don't even remember what the dude looked like or how he was looking. I just know that even made her, that made her even more nervous than she was. She was just like, oh. She's like, no, I don't, no, this is, I was like, yeah, I was like, all right, all right. I said, all right, hey, it was good seeing you. And I just walked away. Man. Cause I remember my dad had got me this car. And the car was the worst car ever in the existence of cars. And matter of fact, my mom had gone away for the weekend or for a few days or something. I don't know why. And she was just like, yo, don't be driving that car. Cause the car didn't have no registration or nothing. And I didn't care, man. I didn't care. I was just I didn't care, man. I was, listen, you don't give a 17-year-old a car and then your mama be gone and then expect him to stay home. I was out. I was out in that job. I was, I was out of there. That was great, man. That was great. It was a great time. I remember, oh, I can't say that. I can't say that. Shit, people is listening. I can't say that. Um, anyway, shit, maybe I'll, I'll disguise that story later. Um, yeah, man, anyway, memories, right, so, I, I did my first TikTok, uh, my TikTok, what's my TikTok name, hold on, check on, check out my TikTok name, I did one of those, Switch joint. I just hit the switch. Drake nonstop joint. You know, so I put my own flair, my own comedic flair to it, whatever. Um, I have been content heavy. Um, the last two days, so check it out, man. I'm getting pretty good feedback. I was feeling creative. Um, I did an interview with the coronavirus. Um, you know. Uh then I did an interview with the Clark's wipes bottle. And and then coronavirus called in via satellite and you know coronavirus and Clark's wipes got into it. So I'll put those. Matter of fact, those will be the videos on either side of uh the main uh uh DAP David Ashley Podcast picture on Instagram. So if not man check out my Instagram um one david ashley uh i'm getting or you know on facebook if we facebook friends and uh you know go check it out man i'm getting pretty good feedback um i'm gonna do another one tonight um it should be it should be uh hopefully it's inter- you find it as entertaining so um let's see what else i've been doing man yo i ain't gonna lie to you yesterday <clears throat> i didn't i didn't watch tv And I just got a new TV, so that's amazing. For some reason, I don't know, like, I I got a one-track mind sometimes. Like, I've been watching the first episode of comedies, just to kind of, because, you know, that's the, out of all the TV joints that I'm working on now, the one I'm working on right now, you got to do it one at a, one or two at a time, Uh, it's it's comedy. So I'm just trying to get the, the, the cadence and the rhythm right and the storytelling and and the scenes, you know, the, uh, the amount of scenes and all of that. So so because of that, for some reason, I'm not watching one hour dramas. But yes, so I I don't know, man. So last night, I, I didn't watch TV at all. And then uh, when I went to bed, I tried to, I caught I myself trying to watch an episode of Law and Order, which I fall asleep to four nights a week. I swear I'm, I'm like, "Nah, I'm gonna sit up and watch it." Yo, I'll be asleep by the first. I'll be knocked out by the first uh by the first clue. You know by the first suspect. Um Let's see. I got BT Plus. Oh my god, BT Plus is awful. Man, let me tell you. I got BT Plus. I got it to watch Martin and I thought boomerang was on there but it but it wasn't um, but it's um, it's Martin they got first Wife's club now I did watch the first episode of that and it was pretty good um, I think I'm gonna watch more I'm on a, I'm on a trial the one week trial so you know what I'm saying we're gonna see how that goes um, they got love Jones on there listen I don't need an excuse to watch love Jones. Even though it just rained for five days and I didn't watch it. Uh, which which is a shame. Uh, shut up. She to Michelle. Um I know it's turning down How even to day I don't even know the words. Just be singing the shit. Um I know, I know, baby. We. Oui. Um, so anyway, man, you know, we, <laughs> niggas listening now, they be like, this nigga out of content, huh? Shut up. Can I pause and sing for a little bit? Um, yo! Shout out, shout out, shout out to uh Darius. homie Darius Williams, new community fam out uh, down there in, in Tennessee holding it down for the Midwest. He's stunning on me. He's stunning on me for this party back in Indiana I was supposed to go to. Um, I swore I mentioned you on here before, Doc. But uh, if I haven't, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's my bad. Um, shout out to him and the family. Wifey cool, too, man. I met met her when they came out here um, about a year, uh, year and some change ago. Um... Just good folk, man. Just people that you know, you know what I'm saying, you're going to laugh with every time, man. I'm about laughter, man. And, um, you know. So, don't think I don't see looking at you. I've been watching a lot of Martin season one. Um, it's hard because I'm like, shit, I want to get through season one. But then season three was cold. Which, which, which season of Martin was better? Three or four? Five was when sh- things went to shit. Um, I actually had a conversation with somebody who worked on that last season of Martin. And, you know, she didn't give up a whole lot. But what she did talk about, it was it was riveting. It was wild. It was wild. So, Um, but it's just cold to talk to somebody who was actually there, man. Like that shit is, you know, let's see. I watched the first episode of Jim Carrey's show Kidding, where he's playing like a Mr. Rogers type figure it's it's pretty good i watched the episode of fleabag the first episode of fleabag over again check out fleabag if you haven't i watched that first episode again and i was like yo why why did i watch this i was like i was like why did i finish why because the first episode is good it's compelling i think that's why i did but the show is hilarious it's well written the characters on there are well defined the storytelling is 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 dope um yeah, man, so, you know, let's see. Um, uh, watching the, a lot of The Office, you know. Listen, man, I'm going to tell you, these damn, um, oh, oh, this is why, this is why a damn, um, you know, for you people who are going to be locked down, it is important, I implore you to have a routine. If you cannot work, if you are not working from home from home, you have to have a routine because otherwise so much of your day will just go by like I, I, you just want to be productive during times like these no and a root, having a routine helps you do that I mean get up stretch meditate do whatever you know take your morning dump whatever get in the shower come back out do whatever I ain't telling you what to do but whatever you do have a routine and be productive man like time time Again, time is one of them things you can never get back, you know, it's our most precious commodity. And um, it's something that, you know, again, I'm struggling with, you know, it seems always, like I've always been like a, you know, but the truth is ain't shit you could do about it, but move forward, you know, and make sure that in five years you're not saying, damn, what was I, what was I owned five years ago? Um Let's see, man. Let's see. Trump. So, you know, you may or may not know yet. Donald uh, Trump, which I honestly still can't believe he's the actual president of the United States. (laughs) He exposed a lot of shit, man. He exposed a lot of shit. Um, See, I think I broke this down before, but see what happened. When Barack Obama ran, a lot of people say he wasn't, um, um, that he wasn't equipped, like that he wasn't experienced, that he didn't have experience. But again, it's like, what experience, if you ain't ever been president, you ain't never been president. But he was a sinner, he ran a good race, turned out to be one of our best presidents, right, for whatever presidents do. White people took that to mean and, I mean, listen, it had a great deal to do with just the Democrats not pumping somebody up, which, which is code for the Democrats didn't make one of their candidates popular enough, um, you know, to run. And honestly, 2016 was a conglomerate, not a conglomerate, it was, a, it was a, an amalgamation of, of shit going on. It was the racism that the last four years had had uh, pumped up to the surface. Um, of people just being like, you know, I remember my home girl used to live out here, uh, my home girl Candace, she was in seminary school um, out in Pasadena at the time and her roommate was white. And one day, you know, it was nearing the election And she had some friends over that were, you know, they was chilling, you know? They was chilling, but it was black, and they were excited about the possibility of a black president. So the roommate tried to come out there and sit in on the conversation first. Then she stormed off to her room, just like, angry. And she said she noticed it. She was just like, whatever. So the next day, uh, the roommate came out. She was like, hey, I just want to apologize for storming off. It's just, you know, um, I just, to be quite honest with you, I'm uncomfortable with the idea of a black man being the president of the United States. And, and I'm like, yo, like, and this is in 08, right? Obviously. And it's like, man. And I'm, cause my pause is, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, she was honest. But at the same time, you could almost see somebody catching two to the body, one to the head. Uh, Punches, that is, not, you know, punches. And, uh, right, so, you know, if she is a, you know, 27, 20 year old white woman, uh, I think she was from Utah, uh, then imagine what, you know, what your average. You know, country music-loving, you know, outlaw in the hills and the rural, rural areas of Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Virginia. You know, just imagine, right? So it was a lot of shit going on. It was racism. It was the fact that Hillary Clinton... Provided she was gonna listen, she was gonna provide too much change in too quick a time for the country, and that was way more than people wanted to deal with. Right? People ain't want to deal with that shit. It was too much change. You gonna bring a nigger? Then you gonna bring a broad in here? With my goddamn dead body? So, you know. And people say, oh, it's just because Hillary wasn't likable, they didn't like Hillary. Shut shut up, she won a popular vote. Shut up. Shut up. Tell you one thing, Hillary didn't take her ass to Michigan. And I think I've said this before, which was just dumb. If you want to be the president of the United States, nigga, this is when the Flint crisis just hit. Take your ass to Flint, period. You know what I'm saying? Make some of them politician promises that that you guys do. That you probably ain't gonna fulfill. Do anything. But anybody, listen, anybody in T by T who looked at Hillary Clinton and, and and goddamn Donald Trump and 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 you know crossed your arms and put your fist to your chin, took a deep breath and thought about that shit, you're an idiot. period especially if you're a person of color the hell is going on there's nothing about his platform it, he didn't even have a platform anyway man so Donald Trump fired the pandemic team in 2018 All right, this is the team that's supposed to be able to you know, they got their ear to the to the pandemic streets, right? And if anything arises, anything pops up, it's their job to create a contingency plan, or, or you know, to make sure US is gonna be straight so that we won't be telling people to stay in the fucking house. You don't understand this, we shouldn't have a president who doesn't take shit serious. It's funny, like I hear white dudes on podcasts and shit saying, oh my God, I'm not one of these guys. It's like, oh, the world is crumbling. Trump is everything. He's like, you know, and they try to say, they try to mask it. Or not even mask it. They try to say, oh, well, you know, like, yeah, Trump's not my pick. Yeah, he's an asshole, but he's not one of these guys. I'm not one of these insufferable people. It's like, no, nigga, this is why people are insufferable regarding Trump. Because now we goddamn finna be quarantined. Oh, because his dumb ass, his dumb dumb orange ass, I don't want a fat shame, I almost called him a fat ass. Because his ass didn't take it serious at first. And I ain't talking about 2018, that's just him not being good at what he does, just being awful. But him just being like a, um, you know, Fucking dits about it, saying, Oh, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, we got it all under control. When actually, he did it, they were blocking people from talking. You understand? They were blocking people from talking about shit. They were blocking people. Like, there's like a specialist on panels with them who, you know, at, at press conferences, what's his name? Dimwitty? Dwitty? Who has to step in after they talk and contradict what they just said. They meaning like Pence or Trump or somebody because they don't know what the fuck they talking about. You know? So anyway, y'all, I, you know, all I'll say is, you know, Get, get your, get your life together, you know, <laughs> not get your life together, hey, get your life together, you know, if you're quarantined, you know what I'm saying, just try and be productive, you know, once we come out of this, yeah, we popping bottles, but we also finna have more of a reserve in your accounts, you know, in your bank accounts, you know, we're about to take that freedom um, and treat it treat it like a girlfriend or, or a loved one that, that left that you can't see no more. It's like, and listen, the truth is, after about a week, we gonna go back to our old habits. But shit is messed up right now. I got a friend who's a pilot, uh, not a pilot, I do have a friend who's a pilot, but I'm talking about a friend who's a flight attendant. and It's like, yo, they're not, they cutting down on flights ain't nobody flying they scared to catch that rona so um, I don't know y'all you know watch TV enjoy yourself try to work out but whatever you do create a routine you know and um, that's about it it ain't gonna be no whole like you know what I'm saying drawn out thing. I'm sure it's a lot of stuff that I wanted to say that I'm going to remember later. But uh, for now, just love your people. I love you. Remember, every day you have the opportunity to move forward into growth or fall back into comfort. I'm out.